My name is Brandon Boy, co-owner of Roberta's, a super duper awesome place. Roberta's is a very, 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 very proud sponsor of the Heritage Radio Network. We're also super awesome. Thank you, Heritage. Turn us up, Jack. There you go. Beautiful. Excellent. Beautiful. It is excellent. Okay, well, it is Gun Wash News Time, and it is 9 p.m. here in Bushwick, Brooklyn, and I have very, very good friends around me. Mr. Vic Rye has just finished doing his set for Full Service Radio, and we are ready to get started and talk about many, 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 many things. So much. So much that I can't even describe it in the intro. And here we go for Gun Wash at 9 p.m. on Thursday. Gunwash.com coming at you. <laughs> I'm not the supreme expert on cleaning guns, but I do know a little bit, and I'm just going to share my little tips and ideas with you. And you know, I want to say a, a special thanks, especially to Mister to the to the one Vic Rye who made it down, who made it here to Brooklyn when it was almost impossible to get to Brooklyn. It's Unbelievable hard, set, dude. Vic. What do you have to say to the people of Gunwashable Service? Oh man, like I'm from New York, and the like the MTA has been fucking me for years. But I'm like, honestly, like it never gets old. You think they're gonna be on point, you know? You like you run a major metropolitan city like transit, but now it's like wait, you got like backup generators. Like what you mean? You like gonna shut down like four train lines? And they shut down four train lines, and he couldn't get here, but he was here to play. And they're Very hiking nice. twenty five cents in just a couple weeks. Egg, they're good. They are gonna hike it up. They're hiking it they're up. Hiking it up. Well, that's why I always walk. If it's more than more than four stops, I don't walk it. But no, if it's less than four, I, think, I walk it. I think you need. I think that. And listen, I haven't gotten to the uh, to the point where we're able to do this. But I think Armando should get a monthly Metro card. I use weeklies, man. I think you should get a monthly. I, do I think you need a thirty day Metro card. I can't a lot a hundred dollars at a time. But like, no, but I, what if I don't take the train every day? If we. Reach out to the MTA and say that we are a very special organization, then we can get breaks. That's not true. That is true! It's worth a shot. It's worth a shot. I mean, you know, oh. Whether they agree or not, that's kind of besides the point. Splitting Splitting <laughs> <laughs> just He just tried to take the bus over here. Oh, man. And he's got a sheep coat jacket it's like a, a real man. Kill 20 pigs. Yeah. You got to skin them all by your by your own self well, to make that jacket. You feeling that's, some kind of way tonight? No, one, no, no, no. Killing no, 20 fine. pigs, that's a different conversation, dude. You know, I, uh, let's see, what are we on time here? 9.05. It's that kind of night. Can you fucking put the clock? I need to see the clock. No the clock fell down the because of all the bass and the, and the DJ set. As long as the okay, on-air listen. signs on. Well, I mean, it is. Right. And wait, listen, hey, you know, yeah. at Heritage Radio Network, we are always on air here. And uh, there is really nothing you can do to stop that from happening. But we do try our best to produce shows here. And Gunwash is one of them. Yeah. Uh, full service also being one. Uh, and tonight, a very, very, very special uh, full service and Gunwash as uh, we had Vic Rye on full service. And now, of course, the one Mike Gormley here on Gunwash to talk about... Uh, 
all sorts of stuff. We have some holiday stuff to talk about. Of course, Armando had a big adventure this week, and um, we want to touch on that as well. And uh, we do, we, he has been, and you know, we have, I, I wanted to follow, if it's okay with you guys, I wanted to follow up about, ne- about last week when my dad came, because I had like a little bit of a family, like, oh, you know, crazy, you know. You guys were hugging? Yeah, some. We like I like went to dinner the next night with him and it was like a whole thing. So I think we should talk about it. And you know, for, as far as Mike, you know, uh, say hi first of all, Mike. Uh, How's it going, guys? Yeah, he's Mike. here, and uh, he's a special guy who who I don't get to see very often, but uh, has a lot of stories to tell that are are relevant to not only me but also the Gunwash people that are are here. And uh, I think we'll hear quite a bit about that tonight on Gunwash. So we li- will go to Spliffington if he's ready. If he's not, I have a whole bunch of things I can say instead of that because you know yeah, we're sometimes. Good. Okay, good. Right, well, I, I can tell funny stories about Aaron and his past. When he's a well, kid. we'll get to. We are going to get to too. all that. So you are uh, listening to Gunwash. You know we are here live every Thursday evening at nine p.m. But you can listen to us anytime on Gunwash.com. You're live. Hello. Yeah, what's good? Hey, this is uh, Frankie Rosemary calling in to say fuck Kenny Basil. Nice, good one. Good. This is Marco NT, Mr. AOK, and I'm chilling on GunwashRadio.internet.
Disco Party, baby! I love this song. We gotta get ready for Thursday night here on Gunwash. You know, the live call-in number here is 718-497-2128. And you know you're listening to the OneGunwash.com proud broadcasters on the HeritageRadioNetwork.org. And on a side note, if you don't like disco, I don't really like you. I don't really well, get you. I don't really get you. Well, I don't really get you. You know, Mike, I said it to a friend of mine the other night, the Note Ghost. I said, listen, even the bad stuff is good. You got to listen to understand why. Well, yeah, it's like pizza and sex. I exactly. Mean, you know? Yeah. Well, if you're just tuning in, of course, this is the one gun wash, and we are here full studio with the one Spliffington, and Armando is here. Whoa, whoa. Round of applause in our <sighs> heads. It's okay, Jack. Yeah. There he goes. Well, you know, you can find Gunwash it every Thursday at 9 p.m., and here we are. We're proud broadcasters here from Roberta's, and we have a very, very great production staff of Jack Inslee and Odetta Hartman. They stick with us in times that are hard and easy. So and, much magic. And there's magic in the air. What can I say? We're friends, well, too. We are friends, and it's, uh, what can I say, a long story. Well, it's almost the holidays, and... Uh, I don't know about you guys, Mike and Armando, but I feel very lucky. I feel as though this year I am connecting with friends and family in a way that I never have before. Really? Yes, I do, Armando, and I feel as though uh, I need to talk about it. I'd miss something you said for that. I mean, there's a, there's a period between, you know, being 18 and being 30 years old where I, you yeah, want to go yeah. off on your own and you want to do your thing and you want to come back proud and... This might be a place for you right now to like reconnect with family yeah. and friends and be like, this is what I did last decade. This is uh this is what I have to show for myself. I told it might be a little, a little I told you so kind of mood too. It's, like, you listen, know, this is what I did with the last I gotta, decade. I gotta say, I gotta say, Mike, you're you're you are so on that it is a told you He's so correct. time. He's very it's, it's a told you so time. Armando, is it not a I told you so time going on in your life right now? Yeah, I mean a little bit. So, for those of you who didn't listen last week, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to fill you in, although you should go back and listen to last week's episode. My dad was here last week. My dad, is, yeah. my dad was divorced. My dad, now, I, we, Jack and I talked about it. Jack, you know, grew up in a family where he, they were always divorced. Mm-hmm. Me too. Uh, and, and you too. And, and also, well. and, and Mike as well. So, uh, and so, listen, so for a guy who, you know, grew up in a family that stayed together and then broke up, uh, you know, when I was... 27 or whenever whenever they decided to break up. I don't know when they leave. Divorced and living large. Yeah. And, um, you know, by the way, and this is on that exact subject, I, uh, Jack, I spoke to my dad about that the, the following night. He's living large? Well, you know, listen, hey, I understand that my dad needs to be happy, and, and, and that's something that I respect, and he's allowed for, me to for be Just for new happy. listeners, Aaron's dad is recently divorced. Recently, well, re- uh, recently divorced and broken up for a couple years now. When he okay. said that, so, when he said that, I thought about like a dude in a convertible. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yes, well, my, my, and he just sold divorced his Corvette. Living large. It's funny you say that. He just sold his Corvette. He's, a, he's wacky, exactly. but, I, but I understand... I understand that that he that he had to do it, and I and I want listen. Like I want my dad to be happy, and I want my mom to be happy. But I gotta say, I, I said to my dad, I said I, I was like, I was like, why did you say? I was like, I was like, why did you come into the studio and tell my friends you're divorced and living large? Like, and you're and, divorced and, and living and, large. And, and and he's 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 asking Splivington for weed. And, and like, <laughs> we I'm have like, that on video, by yeah, the way. I mean, like, and I, mean, I don't want to incriminate, but listen, uh, it's strange. I mean, there's something to be said for selling wild oats, though. I mean, like, it's uncomfortable, 
I mean, I grew up with the father also who was divorced by mom since I was no, a right. few years old. My, remember, my yeah. first memory was they were never together. And he always had the Corvette and he had the left earring, you know, full yeah, on, Rand- like, full so, on yeah. Randy South Park, you know? Yeah, wow. Um, you know? Yeah. And I had a new girlfriend every summer that I went to visit it, you know? And you that's, know, uh, it's weird. And it's probably just a little more weird for you because, you know. It's new. It's but fresh. If you, but like, and, and I know, and I spoke to Jack, and I, I've spoken to Jack about this, and I don't know if he wants to share what he's been through, but, yeah. but I, I know we've spoken about it, and Jack grew up where. Same shit. Like he I, didn't I, see, yeah. but you, but but like, you've told me details. You've never seen your mom and dad at the same table. I mean, no, this is like a thing. That, never. I've never seen them make like physical contact. And so, that's and that's but, a for big, me. That's normal, you know. Right. And Absolutely. for me, mm-hmm. I have to try and learn about that. And I and I, I gotta. I was very. I, I'm very lucky. I mean, I was. They raised me and stayed together for us. And I have to be accepting of the fact that they broke up, but at the same time, and I wanted to be happy, but at the same time, is it wrong for me to say, Dad, don't come to my friends and say, I divorce and live in Laura? That's a little weird. Or divorce? Okay. But what if he's trying to be cool? Yeah. Or to my radio show? Yeah, you know? I, I mean, I mean, if he wants to be cool. Very bad boy. If, if he wants to be cool, he can be a bad boy. And he can and he can just and he can tell me he's divorced. So he doesn't have to tell Jack and Armando that he's d- divorced. Well, Odette has said like, "Oh, how you doing tonight?" And, you know, his answer was divorced. Was divorced and living large. Divorced and living large. So I want to add some some uh, context for listeners, though, right? So Aaron, you know, we have the Cock God Holiday compilation, yes, and Aaron goes, exciting. "We're gonna." He goes, "We're gonna take a picture. We're gonna take a family picture. I'm gonna bring some some props. We're gonna put Christmas right. wrapping paper yes. up. We're all gonna take a picture." The picture ends up being Aaron shirtless with his dad. Well, I wanted my dad to see that. I, I like had. that picture. Yeah, I think it's a good picture too. But I'm, I'm saying I... you have an album cover with your dad on it that says "Cock God." You know the. You know the. I'm the, just saying. Yeah, I'm just saying too. I mean, he listen, I, and and this is something again. That Who has I'm lucky a bigger for. cock? What's the opposite? You know, it's a, you know that's an interesting question, Armando. Who I don't, has a bigger cock? That's the question. Call I don't. In. I don't know who has a bigger cock. I, I can't tell you the answer yeah, to that. But what I there. can, well, listen, I'm not uh, cutting off anyone from calling the show and guessing who has a bigger cock. I can tell you that I don't know the answer to that. And what I can also tell you is this: you know, my father and I have been through a lot. And just for the information of those like Kenny Basil who did tune in last week. I'm going to tell you that I went to dinner with my father the following night at uh, the One Oyster Bar at Grand Central, which, by the way, is a, a beautiful place, and I don't know how they yeah, do that. Yeah, out to uh, Chef Engber. Yeah, very, very. And, and, and by the way, uh, to his credit, I don't know how they get all that fish to come in. I mean, they got every fish that you can get in Grand Central fucking station. Even Halibar? The, the, halibut? The fuck is yeah. Halibar? <laughs> they, got a, they got every fish you can get. Daily. So daily, it has to be daily. If it's has not to be daily, fish then... goes bad. Every time. All right, so you have Mike. a dinner with your dad and you ask him about divorce. My Does dad, that what happened? yeah, and you know my mom doesn't know he's moving into a house and he's moving into a house. And my, if my mom knew he was moving into a house, she'd be like, "I'm going to move into my house." There's a whole fucking thing. And my dad says to me, he says, "You look pretty good." You do. Well, I mean, I... He's not th- lying. I mean, thank you, but I never heard my dad say this ever in my life. He says, you look pretty good. Listen, you know who your dad is? He's letting loose right now. Yeah. Asking my friends for weed. I mean... Divorced and <laughs> living large. <laughs> or, but, you know, even if they were still married, I mean, maybe he's, like, now starting to get comfortable with you being an adult and being his friend. Well, it was part maybe of Maybe it's me. kind of like a, you look good and... Now you guys are hanging out. Well, I, mean, I, think, I think for a long time there was pressure for me to be 
to be a uh, someone who functioned by themselves, and my dad has decided now in his life that I do function. He like for me, I feel like I always was uh, was doing my own thing, but he didn't really get it. Now he decides he gets it, and I say to the and the girlfriend, uh, she's a bit of a squawker from uh, south of England who's squawking a lot, and I and I, and I understand that, but and she's great, but I have to maybe her uh, accent has him in a trance. It's possible, it's possible. My dad. I saw him and he says, he goes, um, he said, so in Alaska, I was in a train wreck and the train came off the tracks and like rolled down a mountain. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, what? He's like, yeah, yeah, here's pictures. And he shows me like a train that like rolled down a mountain and like he was a doc, he's an MD. So people were like, are there a doctor? And like, he's like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a 63 year old. And like the whole thing. And I was like, so he's like, I didn't tell your brother or your mom. I'm like, how long after it happened? Did you find out? This is a year. This is like a year and a half ago. Oh my. What the fuck is he doing in Alaska? I don't know. This woman has, like I said, like I see my dad and he's like, oh, we have a, we have a membership to the Met. My dad. Can I t- listen, my dad, by the way, for the fucking foodies who might be listening to Heritage Radio right now, my dad says, he, we go to the oyster bar. He's like, I didn't know you like oysters. I'm like, I didn't know you like, I didn't know you like oysters. I mean, oysters are an acquired taste no matter who you are, no matter where you're from. Yeah. Sure. He says, I never had sushi till I was 62. Oh. Well, I just had sushi for the first time. Remember I mentioned that recently? <laughs> so he's not the, he's not alone then. So what did he think of Gunwash, though? Well, he he's very. Uh, my dad, dad walks in, and we're doing a show about heroin addiction. You know, to, to be honest with you, and 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 actually, it's funny because Rectech ended up sleeping at my house like two nights later, and which is which is fine, and we can talk about that if we get to it. My dad's girlfriend said, "Oh, you know, I just want to hug him. I just want to hug him." I'm like, if he, I'm like, well, yeah, don't hug my friend. Yeah, don't hug my friend. My dad is just my dad is just happy that I have friends that that help me cultivate positive. Stuff. I mean, you know, my my dad is just happy to see that my friends are are here doing stuff with me that aren't think that aren't drugs. You know, you know what I mean. Like, Absolutely. he's he's just happy to see that I'm with my friends and I'm doing something creative and it's something that I do every night. It's a routine. He likes routine. It's not like you're skating around or something. Right. Shit. I mean, he's I, exactly. I mean, there's nothing wrong with skating around. But for my father, he says, you know, routine is good. Every Thursday night for the last three and a half years. Very good, and here we go, and, and that's where we're at. Well, but, yeah, and your parents and don't he, have to agree with what you do, but you know you get a little pressure from them. But when you make yourself you know successful and you work week after week on the same project, I can't say I'm successful, but I can say I did uh, it. Yeah, I, I can't can say, say I do it. I can't say I'm successful either, but we're successful at the fact that we do uh, it. Haven't stopped for the last right, you know, half right, of our lives. Right, and my dad said, "You've worked every day since you were twenty. Yeah. Which, it's know, a good job. Well, a lot. Of, uh, listen, a lot of people work every day since they're fourteen. I can't say. That. I mean, so, what does he think though if he sees this cover that says "Cock God" and it's well, you we could, without your shirt well, on? Well, we and, we could. In, in, do you is wanna, it going to get him like fired? Well, do you want to know true true honesty? Yeah, yeah. We we could. Get I think in, you're worried. I I could get in trouble. He could get in trouble. But you want to know something? He nothing's going to happen. I mean, right. uh, someone will. It is going to be on iTunes and it's Gawker, be on iTunes. and, and right. I, I heard other other press outlets are picking it up. Leaves in his under radar, you know. But you I never... think I think it's like I think like the I think Jack. What you if know, your mom sees that? 
I think my mom. I think I already sent my mom because you sent me a message. You go, you know, no way my mom could see this. I already and then I Gawker. And then mom's gonna see it. It's gonna be on Fader. And then I reacted by just sending my mom the picture because oh no shit, what did she say? She says, oh, that's crazy. What do I have to retweet right now? You know the picture. Where's that? Oh, we don't. Oh, it's not out yet. Oh, we haven't done it yet. Yeah, only yeah, only press conference. I just want to make sure that Aaron's mom sees it. Well, we're gonna give. Oh, she's believe me, she's seen it. But we're gonna give. We're gonna we'll get you the hey guys. The sixteenth. This is gonna debut. So yeah, and Tuesday, by the way, the sixteenth. That's December sixteenth. Uh, we're actually gonna be included in a nice year-end best of music list. And I so. think, and I think that's well wow. deserved and beautiful. And 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 a round of applause to everyone in here who's done it. And of course to Contessa and to uh, Ian and to before we go to music. Before we go to music with Spliff, can I read a, a text I got from from Contessa? Absolutely, please. I love Contessa. She goes, I have a crazy song and video dropping. Can Gawker premiere? It's called Horny Little Slut. And you know what? I think Gawker should premiere it. I, I can't control that, but we oh, can oh, always... I just like how I'm Gawker now, you know? Well, exactly. You're the outlet for Gawker. <laughs> if they hit us up, I will say, of course, hit up Contessa. She's very, very beautiful, BBW, and has great music. Well, we have a plenty, 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 like too much. I can't even count the amount of things I have to do. I wanted to talk about my holiday decorations. I don't know if I'll get a chance to do so. We have Mike Gormley in studio. He's an old friend of mine with many, many stories. And we will be coming up on Gunwash with some of those stories and hope to touch on some very, very sensitive and happy and sad points, perhaps. Tune in, Gun- Gunwash.com, 718-497-2128, baby. That's right, baby. Call it. Today's program has been brought to you by Whole Foods Market.
This is Odetta Bess Hartman, and you're tuning into Gunwash Live. Who are them see it? Me see see them on a cough. Me see see like a wind fire in a cough. Back off. Rise up if you're going to come on up a tune. Me press gas and burn tire for a road. Yeah, you hear them than the fireman. Who are the captains just for some time? It's a road. Why you know about the kid? Them see young push me no deal with crackhead. That urgent no tell me about a head. Them could have seen who a pal is that I said. Well, I'm seeing to be placed here with the light perch. Today it's a done. He not go go no further. Holy God, what do them know? Do I get a combo? Have it here like a bird? If you dark up the place, now sky get red. Black surge and turn up all island bread. Boy, I forgot the vibe like bread. Scramble, leak out like egg. Early in the morning, boy, I get red. Any money get a bitch, fine, fine, like bread. When the lizard should go, then they find them bed. When the time get red. Hold up, do it and get wet. When I feel on the body, like morning when the sun rises. Push it, push it out of your body. Watch me as the moon. and you're listening to Gunwash.
every girl want to walk off of me. Yeah. Every girl say they want peace of me. Boom. And every girl them a dive after me. Boom. To the girl yeah. up a taxi the top. And she must want a goalie man back shot. Uh. Girl, cause she don't want the goalie man cap. No, she don't want the goalie yeah. so tell me goalie back. <laughs> every man if want the goalie do the girl and nap. Boom. Say she want to get a goalie man slap. Make this thing go down. Sing again. Boom. Every girl want to walk off of me. Yeah. Seven one eight four nine seven two one two eight Gunwash listeners. Seven one eight four nine seven two one two eight. Kill five in the first round. Roll of them, I run up on the SK wildlife. Use reverse clown. Me no yes, some dog that make them loud. This land the worst sound. Shot pick them up like one of the great own. Make them know the body not them place. The body stuck like Thank you, God, and everyone. Well, for those of you just tuning in, we are on Gunwash, and it is uh, it's 9.30 p.m. here, bottom of the hour. <laughs> Whoa, I just met Mike. Oh, you met Mike Gormley? Yeah, I just met him. What did Mike say to you? He, uh, he's an interesting fella. Interesting fella, Mike. Now, Mike Gormley... Yep. Is a guy that I've known. Uh, listen, I mean, it's yeah, 15, 16. I mean, more like, than half. More, our, yeah, more yeah. than half our lives at this yeah, point. Yeah, more than half our lives. It's uh. a, it's actually scary to think about. Actually, in a way. Yeah. You know, um, it's funny because like I talk I talk to people at uh, uh, people say, "Yo, what do you do?" Uh, blah, blah, blah. And they say, "Have you been here? Have you been there? Have you been this? Uh, hoo, boo. And I'm like, "Yeah, like in the last like two years, like uh, you know, I've been to here and here and here, but." Also, there was a time in my life where I drove across Texas, and I went to Oklahoma, oh, and I went to Atlanta, and I went to Harvard, and I went to Yale, 
And I went to every high school in the northern New Jersey area. For acting and debate competitions. Yeah, that's where yeah, I met Aaron. Yeah, and that's how If I you want to know why he's so well-spoken, I mean, he's well-spoken for a reason. Well, listen, I think there's a part of this that does go into the public speaking and debate part of it. Mr. Mike Gormley and I met. I don't remember exactly what high school we met, but I'm sure it was like Hanover Park or... That'd be the first tournament of the year. So yeah, the first tournament of the year, yeah. I was involved, and for those of you who are on the Gunwash staff, I know I sent you a cover of this week's show, which was a, uh, a talisman. Uh, it's the NFL. It's the NFL. NFL stands for National Forensics League. Now, forensics, what is going on with forensics? Why is it that everyone says forensics must be criminal scientific analysis? And on the other hand, uh, the National Forensics League has had the opportunity every year to sue the National Football League because their name came out first. Um, oh, so and it, so National actually, Forensics League came before National Football the League. National Football League, so they could actually, if they want to, you know, kind of like a was WWF and uh, yeah, exactly. the World. Oh, yeah, yeah, they did that before. Mike Gormley, is it true, in fact, that the debate that we do, uh, or that uh, New Jerseyans do? <laughs> Uh, in the National Forensics League, which we which we coin, and by the way, it's nationwide. We coined it the the Lincoln Douglas debates. Absolutely, LD dates back LD yeah. dates back to Lincoln, Lincoln and, and Douglas. And well, Douglas. that's that's the structure that uh, Lincoln Douglas debate does still follow, uh, which was that debate between Lincoln and Douglas. Uh, unbelievable, and it's it's still the same exact structure that they you know went by, which is you know uh, opening speech. Second speech, then you have your crossfire, and then you go back to first person, then you go back to second person, then you crossfire, and then you go the previous way, which would have the person that's, you know, con be first to speak, and the person who's pro second to speak, and then again, a uh, a face-to-face, which, you know, uh, it's... It's a national tradition. I mean, I, I don't want to get too sappy about it, but like it's well, uh, no, no. It's 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 important we get sappy because I made the cover of it, the national the the NFL talisman, and I, the reason, the, and I want to actually touch on um, two things, two things right now. Two okay. things. You'll get What is uh, uh, speech and debate? National Forensics League. What is it? Because a lot of people don't know. Uh, uh, well, and right. why is it important? And then three, how is it that it has affected your life? Now, I know the answer to this, but not everyone that we listen to knows the answer to this. How is it that your life has been so affected by it? So what is it? Well, first and foremost... uh, Very important, Armando. This is something that's going to change your life, and believe me, I'm telling you in a real way, this is very, very, very real. First and foremost, uh, Gunwatch listeners, you're listening to Aaron Ginsburg all the time speak, and speak clearly, and... I don't know about that. Well, well you know, we, maybe, uh, yeah. we can uh, yeah. whatever have your own. Opinions, but you, you do Jack. listen. You do listen to, to him you speak, fucker. and he knows how to do it. And there's hey, a reason. What's up? There's a reason why he knows how to do it because he trained for years and years working on acting and debate in order to, you know, become the well-spoken man that he is. And, hey, what's up? You know, when you look at that, sixty-six percent of politicians have all trained in debate in some way, shape, or form. And actors, high school. and yeah. singers, and people who are on everyone. Yeah. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt did uh, Stephen Gobert. Nas- Brad Pitt did, did National Congress, which is weird. Crazy, right? That yeah. he was a debater, not an actor. It's interesting. It's weird. Very right? interesting. Yeah. I mean, really. But I mean, you know, it's it's very important for you to train yourself to be able to speak publicly, and you know, uh, 
Yeah, I don't want to get too sappy, but I feel that. No, get sappy. Get sappy. Yeah, we need sap dripping. We have no get sappy. You know how like you, you, you know you know how sap takes a long time to drip. It we, does. Well, it we does. have a, we have a lot of airtime with very little material. So well, be I'm, sappy. Please. I'll, I'll put it to you this way: the amount of people that I've trained who had speech impediments or you know stutters. Oh, like who, me? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you know, yeah, like, you. Or hear that story about like you know Rod Stewart and, or you know being a kid and couldn't speak because he had sure. speech impediment. Yeah, and he, he learned yeah. how to learn how to sing in order to get himself to actually speak. yeah to yes. actually be able to speak yeah. i mean these, these are important things that like you know uh, mondo you said me like do you have a speech impediment dude i can't you, even i could barely speak english no come on man you just it's, it's your second sometimes language you get caught and up you get caught up a little bit no it, you know what it is i get too excited sometimes and i want to say like a bunch of things at the same time okay I, I st- so that's still fine that. that's fine that. we all still do that <laughs> and then so, i got punched in the mouth so many times i came like i have like a, 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 a small lisp I don't know. I don't well, know if getting. I don't know if mouth injuries lead to physiological uh, speech impediments, but maybe that's well, debatable. I'm I actually. Expert. I'm probably a worse speaker because you know I get punched in the mouth for saying things too clearly. Like Interesting. Yeah, he yeah. speaks his mind. What can I say? And so it's important that we see all these people who have done this, and why? Why is it important? Yeah, and it's it's quickly the less funded. Uh, you know, sports. Right, football. Which is not gets really more, sports, but you know, right, yeah. but you know, uh, it's it's a less funded you know environment for people who actually you know can go forth and change the world with their ideas. But instead, you know, the money all goes to what sports and art. It goes like sports, art, forensics. But in fact, my gorm- <laughs> but in fact, order. but yeah. in fact, my gormley uh, forensics is. Older than high school football and older than high school art. Absolutely. 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 Well, speech and debate goes back to, I mean, you know, if. Dinner speech. If you want to be hippies about this, I mean, you know, the first time people ever talk. I mean, you know, there is arg, arg, you know, back and forth over what. Arg, arg, arg. In other other words, how do you gather? the right way to light the fire. I mean, either way, like, that's. was Aaron good? Aaron, were you good at this? Oh, dude, Aaron three, was a nationals three, three, twice. Three time, yeah, three time nationals. Three times? Well, Get well out I was, here. no, I was I was a nationals twice. The second time I was two categories. So, yeah, yeah. Never made it to never made it to any final rounds in nationals. But do you remember uh, like one of the topics? Yeah, uh, no, I didn't. I didn't do extemper debate. I was all. I was with Jordan. I was doing uh, duo and yeah. act. Yeah, I was doing acting. Uh, Harvard. I was. I was very close to finals. I was he, a semifinalist at Harvard. Look at you. Also, district district champion, sta- second in the state, second place in the state. Uh, went to Harvard. Uh, octafinals at Yale. Semifinals at Harvard. Octafinals at Nationals. This two is times. actually part of it's your radio true. resume. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, in a, in a sense, Jack, this is. I mean, in a way, it's like I went to NYU to learn about film and television and art, but. Really, what's carrying me is my ability to be charismatic and speak uh, with people. I mean, wow. it's an important thing. Look at that. And and it's taken me across the world and or excuse me across the country. And I, I know that Mike can can speak to that. Yeah, and I, I can verify all that. But um, I think Aaron could have probably toppled the country when it came to acting and debate. But uh, difficult. There was he, a lot of competition chose, in our day. He always chose very risque. Uh, you know. Like cop. subject matter that I think that there were times that you know he probably would have gotten first place in the country, but decided to go his own way, which you know I always respected. For example, for and I really appreciate that. For example, Jack, we did uh, we took a piece called there was a book out there called Sesame Street Unpaved, 
And my pal Jordan and I did a duo and terp. By the way, duo and terp means that you can't look at each other and you can't touch each other. So that means if I were to shake your hand during a duo and terp uh, competition, you and I would both be sticking our hands out into the air, not looking at each other, and we are shaking our hands. Or if I were to smack him in the face, his He smacks the air, and my my head flings out in the air. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. We got to district. We got to dist. We got second in the state. Should have been first. Got second in the state and district championships. The judges came back and said, "Your piece is not legal," and yeah. so we wouldn't be able to go to nationals for that piece. However, we did go to nationals for the Oedipus piece, and we did go to nationals for I don't remember exactly what the second one was, but in any case, the Oedipus uh, piece was, was one of the pretty one killer. Of, one I mean, of the that's hallmark a, pieces. That's, yeah, 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 that's yeah, a, that's, yeah, a, that's yeah. a spoke in the wheels that you know. It's you take it out back. and your car goes faster. You, you know, know, it's like you know, it's interesting. No one knows this that's listening. And if you are listening and you know what I'm talking about, you are a very, very rare breed. Because I was in a time when there was pieces like Christmas County, yeah, and pieces like uh, Photo Finish. What was that one about the movie? The no, not photo, not photo, not finish. photo finish. Or, no, there was also uh, remember Matilda, Matilda, yeah, Night yeah. Mother, all these things. Yeah, people who would speak. Nationwide and make championships happen. Yeah. This so de- this is debate music, right? Uh, no, uh, we don't play music. It's very, 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 very quiet. Actually, you're not allowed to do thirty seconds. Uh, no more than thirty seconds of singing or music right. in your piece, because then you'll be disqualified. But you get thirty seconds. Well, uh, let me oh, say. So we're so going to roll up there, like you know. Yeah. Well, okay. So we should go into that. But let me let me ask two questions. First question is this, Mike. What was our experience? Not just the speech stuff, but the things when we were in Atlanta and we bought weed in Atlanta and we were in Oklahoma in the hotels and we were in Yale in the hotels and we were in Harvard in the hot tub, all these things we did. What were the important experiences speaking and not speaking? And two, uh, how are you so involved in public speaking and debate and why is it important for your life? Well, since I'm technically no longer involved in speech and debate as far as a coach, I can talk about the first part. Okay, fair enough. Because the first part, if I was still a coach of a high school team, I'd probably not be able to say all, right, well, fair all enough, the extracurricular activities we got into in those hotels. We drove across yeah. we, Texas. We, we I mean, ba- I was a 14-year-old. We, ba- we basically competed against one another in acting competitions and became top-notch and you know top of the breed to be able to go on to national competitions where schools would fund us to go into other cities and get a hotel for the re- week. Right. And we used that time, of course, to smoke weed in the bathroom and... Uh, and give finger girls in bed. Yeah. Now, listen, we're not only talking about Harvard and Yale and I love Oklahoma you, Silvana. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> you guys are dark. Wow. wow. You guys wow. are very dark people. No, but listen, listen, listen. We're not only, ta- we're not only talking about Harvard and Yale and the national competitions at, at uh, you know, Georgia and Oklahoma and all these other colleges. We're talking about Freehold, Montville, Elizabeth. Yeah. We're talking about every... I'm talking about... Armando, on a Saturday, in your, when you were in high school, on Saturday, what did you do? Uh, it depends the season. Okay, I'll tell Good you. Ex- I'll tell you exactly what I did every single Saturday of every single week of my entire four, three and a half years of high school. We got into I got into a suit and went to another town's high school, and I did debate and speech every Saturday, seven a.m. You catch a bus to a high school, you get up, you go to a, an assembly room. They tell you, here's your rooms for round one and you're going to go and compete in round one and then your judges are going to say this and this and this then you're going to find out round two and round three respectively then you're going to find out if you break 
If you break, that means you go to finals. Finals in a high school is hundreds of people. Finals at a college, like a thousand, like Comedy Central comedy show, comics come home, a thousand people watching you do stuff. I couldn't do that. No, you could. And yes, it, you very much. You very definitely good. could, but you could because you build up to that the, point. The weird thing was, I mean, I got into I got into a school bus at seven o'clock on my own free time on a Saturday. Exactly. But I was late for school every single day. Right. I, I did not like you know everything about high school, so I, I was definitely a little bit on the slack kind of point but of you view. Love debate. Huh? Uh, yeah, but you I would I would in debate. I would on my own accord get onto a bus every single morning in a suit seven at seven a.m. in a suit with a mohawk that's green. Right, you're get into right. a suit, get into a suit, and go prefer to spend my time with other people in suits in a high school competition. I mean, it was it so was, weird. It's pretty very, special. Very hey, was your suit jacket. tailored? I, mean, I kind of wore like dude. The, we wore the like the raggedy, raggedy, raggedy. I would call, call me Raggedy Andy. I was up in there. Yeah. Are there adult, Let me tell you are there adult debate teams? Yes, yes, actually there are. Uh, you know, it like going to the Y and playing it doesn't, basketball it, or something? Well, it doesn't really get... Yeah, it's really called Congress. Get, yeah, it doesn't, yeah, exactly. exactly. It's, it's, called, it's called being in politics. It, or being an actor professionally or being yeah. a politician professionally. As far as young adult... Yeah, there's college forensics. It's like dinner speeches, debate, Congress, model Congress. It's not the same kind of head to head, though. I it's mean, not the same. But it's I could, not the same. You know, not to name drop or to name drop, but I can think of at least three national champions from forensics that have affected people's lives. I mean, there's Oprah. Yeah, Oprah won original oratory. Yeah, I mean, uh, a big time, big time situation. Original oratory. Sally Fields. Sally Fields. Uh, big time. National last rounds uh, had. Brad Pitt in Congress. That's another one. Wow. Uh, Natalie Portman. Big time. Who, who had taken time out of high school to act and went back to high school and competed in forensics and then... Out to Long Island. Went, what up? Yeah, yeah. Went to college after that. I mean, and, uh, and by the way, on the Oprah point, original oratory... Adina Mendez. Original, or, original oratory, OO, is one, oh, of, the har- is one of the hardest uh, competitions. Original oratory is when you write your own speech on a topic and you present it to judges. And it is one of the hardest... Uh, I think it's the hardest one. I think it's the hardest one as far yeah. as speech goes to win, and Oprah it's won a, it. It's a combo of speech and debate. I mean, it's yeah. like it's it's like you have to be a good debater to have you know your point of view come across, but you also have to be able to speak for ten minutes and be a good public speaker and do characters. Which and this, and this public speaking thing, I have to tell you, is I mean, listen, this is coming from a personal point, but. It is very, very, so, so important. I mean, this is one of man's greatest inventions, public speaking. This is so important for your children to learn. It is almost as important. And listen, I say like music, learning a musical instrument is as important as math and science. But let me tell you something. Public speaking is as important as music. Because if you go back to the old Jerry Seinfeld bit, the first top fear amongst Americans is public speaking. The second being death. Quoting, quote unquote, which means you'd rather be giving the eulogy than be in the coffin. And now you've got to learn. Other way around, right? Other way, yeah. You need. Uh, yeah, you got to be in the coffin then. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, you got it. Yeah, thank you. That blows. Good public speaker. And, right, well, listen, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm forgetful, as they say. But, uh, hey, look, man, he said it well in the right, you know, yeah, positive. Actually, the cadence was good. Yeah, that's true. Very, very important. And, uh, <laughs> the words that were wrong. You know, it's very important. Yeah. I don't know what else to say about it. 
Now, why, Mike? Is this Spliffington time? No, I don't know. Let's see. I, I, think, let's, it the, is. I think this is the first time yeah, that yeah, Jack that. ever said. All I right. think it is. Oh, yeah, it's not for real. Okay, well, listen. Can't upset uh, Spliffington. No, no, no. I, uh, we're very, very lucky He'll to have him. You in a we are here. Yeah, oh, he definitely, definitely will. He's we a great public speaker. We are here with the one speaker. Mike Gormley, and of course, uh, I see my friend Laserbeam has just stepped in. He's uh, just back from not only India, but also St. Bart's, and we will speak to him in the second segment, uh, as well as more Mike Gormley. Stop with the with the shaking off. We're very, very, very happy to have you here, and we will see you next segment. Spliffington, please pull up music. You know, it's 718 497 for live call-ins and we'll talk to you soon on Gunwash. Thank you, baby. Hey, this is Mona St. Clair whipping you on Gunwash.
We are sick public read of me and it me dead right down junk when I want it. My God, I need no bad like me. I never wanna need no mad like me. My God, I need no mad like me. I never got me no mad like me. Turn up boy, I need no mad like me. They can't both freestyle like me. Boy, can't both pump you like me. Boy, can't make dope you like me. Squeeze you by the dog when the dog did a sleep. Dog with the curtain, me but I want peep. No, Lily, watch your skin out to sleep. Get past it like Mr. Man Creep. Too bad when bring it up and Lily. Woke up by your girl, start skin at it. Y'all mind you wake up, Keith. Wake up, Keith, me dead to blood, Keith. My God, I don't know about like me. I don't know what I did, I'm not like me. My God, I don't know about like me. I don't know what I did, I'm not like me. Turn up, boy, I don't know about like me. They can't both freestyle like me. Boy, I can't both pump you like me. Boy, I can't make no pill like me. And we're back. Whoa, the longer extended version. That's the extended version. Yeah, there's a lot in here. You should let that play just lower. <laughs> yeah, when the tunes are that hot, you gotta let them ride. Mike, yeah. you ever drank that juice? A juice called Mondo juice? Dud juice? No, I never had Mondo juice. It's uh, it's like an imitation Kool-Aid type of thing <laughs> that came in plastic. Dude, I would get down imitation Kool-Aid. They still sell uh, that. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, if the joke is that Kool-Aid coming with like, you know, 49 cents a packet is like as drink as juice can be. Give me the Mondo. Mm. I mean, if it's already going to be sugar water, just give me the, like... It's disgusting. Seriously. I, think I, dr- I, best... drink, I drink the 50-cent kiwi strawberry things they you have drink that at the bodega. Capri yeah. Suns? No, not the Capri Sun. The little 50-cent thing. It says right on the side. Kiwi yeah, you go strawberry. to the right bodega. Yeah, you get that thing, you get a $1, you know, vodka nip. So, Mondo, that's, what's on your mind this week, man? That's a beverage right there. I was going to, um, you know, make fun of myself for a little while about having a speech impediment. Okay. But, but I just found out that Mike here plays like twenty instruments in one, and he's like gonna, and he's like has a band that has like a drag queen in it. Yeah, and we have like, drag queen. We actually have two drag queens, but you know they're divas, so they don't always show up for the show. But we do have one coming one week from today to the. Bizarre do they bar. argue with each other, or do they uh, argue with actually, you? Actually, my four foot seven little diva operatic singer, she argues with more than. Yeah, but I, your girlfriend's not a drag queen. My girlfriend's not a drag queen, but I mean, is there anything? I mean, that'd be She's cool. a real be girl. Cool, but. but how do you how do you handle that with all these instruments? That like, is this like a joke or is this like a? <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's certainly a little vaudeville. It's certainly a little uh, humorous. Hmm. Uh, I like, like to laugh. That was a weird yeah. laugh. <laughs> when I laugh, I feel very very good. It's not your segment. Yeah, I mean, laughing's important, but uh, you know. We're no more or no less than a joke than any other band that exists. So I mean, you a, you do this somewhere. You present this to people somewhere. Yeah. Well. So again. So one week from today, we have a show at Bizarre Bar. Hey, hey. Uh, I think it's about seven days exactly. Where Bizarre Bar? Bizarre. Yeah. Where the fuck is that at? Jefferson. 
Bushwick? Oh. Nah? I, 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 Bushwick? I, nah? I was born in Bushwick. I was yeah. born in Bushwick, yeah, but like, I, I just feel like around there, I just, like, sometimes I get lost because it's like so different. Yeah, no, it's on Jefferson Street. It's uh, it's in Bushwick. It's Bizarre Bar. It's, uh, Sounds bizarre. Yeah, it's going to be a little uh, donation thing, so don't worry if you guys are broke. Still, come on by. Um, and basically, the deal is somebody listened to my album. I don't know. I thought that it was a little shady at, at one point. I wait, wait, like, wait, hold on, hold on. Someone said, you said, someone. That's the one. It's okay. Today, they the Mondo review? I feel I would... If I was like listening to this, I would want to throw a bunch of beer into yeah. the crowd. I only ask because we, we, we okay just sent that. Armando, me and Odetta finished the Odetta's latest record, and I sent it to Armando for a listening session. He gave really nice feedback. I think Mondo. You I mean, I actually been... sat down and listened to it the yeah. same way I listened to Cock God. Yeah, Mondo can write for <laughs> Rolling Stone. He's a great, great reviewer. So, what else would you say about this music, Mondo? Somebody likes Jello the Opera. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't think you're like. I think it's like no, inspired. Yeah. And this is all you by yourself. Well, it's me and three girls. Uh, but do they play instruments the, or they just sing? Uh, tambourine and sing. And then, as of recent, uh, we added a new bra that does back vocals and then plays bass on a few tracks. Uh, but yeah, you're listening to 95 percent of that. Besides, you know. So you're the backbone. He's the cat cone, yeah! <laughs> That's pretty badass, man. Pretty badass. I like this. If I remember correctly, you're a big Ween fan. Oh. And Jello Biafra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nah, the, the joke I made before about uh, we're no better or no worse, that's uh, when he said, uh, what was it? He was running for mayor, and he was Ooh. like, Jello Biafra. Oh, okay. He was oh, running yeah. for mayor of San Francisco, and he was like, I'm no more, no less than a joke of any other candidate for mayor right now. And that's what your that's, That was the reference, yeah, yeah. I thought you got it. I thought you got it, yeah. No, no, I got I got the jello thing from this Let me ask you something. How did this music come from the public speaking though well i, I mean, mean it, it is the, I, it sounds brave i, I would mean, actually I, say half the tracks i probably talk more than i yeah, sing yeah. or at least i talk in a strong voice uh i wouldn't really call myself a singer more than i would call myself a vocalist hmm. you know like uh, she sings yeah but you're doing vocals yeah exactly so like to me it's like uh i'm trying to I think my strongest point might be that I mean I'm not the best singer, but 
you could probably understand most of the words because I'm trying to speak them as much as I'm trying to get the note across. Whereas, like, you know, you listen to the girls in the background. But rhythm is involved now. Well, I, I'm a musician. Yeah. Oh, so you're a musician. Okay, I, mean, yeah. I, I get it. I mean, I don't know if I'm, like, great, but I can play the nah, you, kick you're drum, hi-hat, guitar, harmonica. Dude, if you can count to four, you're a musician. At the same time, I, there it is, right there. there you you can count to okay. four, you're a musician, there man. There you go. Excellent. Nice. Yeah. All right. I mean, listen. So you, I guess Mondo approves. That's two thumbs up from Mondo. Yeah. I mean, it's too bad he's not on a Cog God album. I mean, he could be a he, bonus track. He could be on the hit. We'd have track. to perform right now. He could now. be on the um, if you want to perform right now, but we don't have any instruments. But that maybe good. Odetta has a mandolin, so I mean, Odetta has a mandolin. If Odetta, if Odetta plays mandolin and you sing, we could put you on a secret track on the God God album. I don't know if you want to do that. Or you, there's Odetta some drumsticks have, here. You could play on Aaron's ribs. Yeah, my ribs are very, very, very sonic. <laughs> Does Odetta have Larry in the in the back? What's uh, la- What's that? Odetta and Larry? No. Oh, I don't know the reference. She says, it's, yeah. Uh, it's a folk music band. From yeah. The oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. She knows. Her namesake. She yeah. got it. Oh, that's why. Oh, that's what oh, you're... Oh, Larry, yeah. That's, that's why what she's you're named smiling. After? That's your name? Oh, really? That's what you're named after? I'm changing my name to Larry. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Larry, Larry Inslee. How's that sound? I liked it. Moy, 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 interessante. And so do you speaking, want to play? Speaking of language, I like music. Yeah, so if Vedetta comes in and plays, you'll sing. Eh, we'll like, find can out. Can you speak another it. language? Uh, Spanglish. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. When I was a little baby, my mother would rock me. Oh, this is the uh, Odetta and Larry? <laughs> yeah, but we're going to get sued, so I got to just Okay, cut cool. It. So, uh, no, it's okay. Make it quick. Um, no, you right. seriously think we will get sued if we played something like that? Here's a little bit more. Well, well I mean, we, we, we have a little basis in folk, a little basis obviously in punk rock. Uh, I think we say circus punk is, like, right. you know, the kind of the blanket over... Circus punk? Is that what you said? That's, yeah, I think it's, it's a slashy. It's a slashy. Is circus yeah. punk like... Yeah, old joke. Is, yeah. is circus punk like a vaudeville punk? Uh, but yeah. Uh, I mean, our, obviously I'm doing kind of the street musician meets the stage with the girls doing the Motown slash Phil Spectre back vocals. So to me, it's like, you know, how do you say that in one thing? And I, I heard circus punk once and I was like... My friend told me, like, it sounds like that. And I was All like... Right. That sounds about right. So what are you what are, what are you doing uh, with Knitting Factory? Because you always ask me about Knitting Factory, and I'm always well. I, ma- I manage the Knitting Factory. I'm the night manager there. Uh, I'm a booker there. Oh, uh, I bartend once or twice a week, just because you know. Yeah, uh, well, listen, you got to make got to book gun wash for a knitting well, factory. Well, show. Well, we we've we've a, already talked about this, and do a retrospective. Uh, I'm, I'm ready for the right show. Um, Imagine me. In fact, I've been, you know. Imagine, imagine, uh, Jack. Imagine, imagine. Uh, they the, people buy tickets to the Knitting Factory on a on a Friday night to see you. Yeah, no, it's me and Armando on a stage. Well, we singing can, Pete Seeger yeah, or something. Uh, no, no, we like sit. Me and Armando sit there and like talk about stuff. Or paying Patty clap. Like, yeah, I don't know. We like do like patty cake or like whatever the fuck. What would you even, do? What would you do? I don't know. We should talk about. It. I mean, but you want to be in a band? No, I mean, I think I think music is part of my life. I mean, I think. I don't know if I could do it, but I think music is part of my life. I think we or, live in you this know, world of music. You know, maybe uh, they do comedy there too. We're, we're comedians, yeah. We do. They do comedy. If, there. if it won't work, I'll bite my tongue. But maybe like you know, a gum wash show in the front bar 
and then yeah. a full service show in the back I and mean, a yeah. live feed. Full service. Full service. With Gunwash doing the. Uh, I mean, now you're using your sounds brain. Horrible. Yeah. Sounds awesome. Watch your mouth, Mr. Jackman. As long as there's money involved, Mr. I'm Jack. There's Frost. no money. Come on, Mr. Jack Frost, trying to make it cold up in this motherfucker. There's no money actually... in music. Very, very, very. But there's money in selling tickets. Good I point. mean, look. Uh, is there no money music? I mean, that's an overall, probably no. But uh, right. the Knitting Factory is definitely very catering. Uh, not to, you know. To I like that place. Not too corporate about it, but like, uh, that, tickets, place is, listen, that I, place is not just surviving, but uh, still thriving. I and say, we want it. You know, the Knitting Factory's been around forever and it's still surviving. And I want to say in, uh, to Jack, you know, don't be such a naysayer. I think it would be a great show, actually. I thought it would be good. I really, really do believe, actually. And we could pack that house. You guys, you, yeah. you know, we played Bonnaroo, so. Yeah! 80,000 people, I mean, bitches! Really? I mean. You know, it's funny because I was about to mention that way. one myself. So, like, it, I think it'd be great for everybody, but. Uh, if I keep talking about that, I'm going to sound too like a businessman. No, I don't of, think that's true. No, 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 no. I think, you're, I think your mind and heart are in the right place. Hey, Aaron, I yes. went to uh, I went to a knitting factory, I think it was in October, yeah. to go see Cormega. Oh, very nice. And it, was, and it was at Knitting Factory. So they're doing good shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, what have we got to lose? Yeah, great shows. Yeah, we had, uh, really? Last month, we had Mob Deep. Yep. Yeah, we had, oh, we're uh, better than them. We had Polaris. We had we had Polaris. If you guys like, P- Pro- you know what's even crazy? Yeah, Spliff, P- our P- very own Spliffington did some art inside the yeah, uh, knitting yeah. factory. Oh, really? I didn't know about yeah, this. We, we hang some art. In it the was front. like an MTV thing there too. Yeah. Huh. We had Super Suckers. That was you know that was the one right there, dude. I mean, Super Suckers I grew up on, which is kind of like the trip. Like you know, you work someplace for a few months. And then, you know, all you finally... All of a sudden, your favorite band shows up. Yeah, all of a sudden, yeah. A band that you've listened to for like 10, 15 years, and then you're the one who has to pay them at the end of the night. Yeah, and you're like, I mean, trying really? not to be too dorky, like, hey, guys, here's your cash. Yeah. But, yeah. That's, like when I, saying, you know, that's like when I was hanging out with Macaulay Culkin, and he was like, yo, I'll go wash. Yo, see, this really, is we, like... A, we had those guys, too, just two months ago. They suck. Yeah, oh, yeah we had Pizza party. Underground and uh, Harmar yeah. Superstar. So oh. that show. Ooh, Harmar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Max Bowden. That looks like John Lovitz. Yeah, friend of... Uh, yeah, it kind of uh, does, actually. One of our, uh, <laughs> mo- one of our uh, frequent guests, Max Bode, I think art directed one of Pizza Underground's videos. Hey, so can, can I jump in, though, Aaron? There was something Absolutely. I wanted to do on the show. I know, like, you know, Kenny Basil answered the email when I put my email out there. I want to put this out because we're nearing the end of the year. I want to know what Gunwash listeners want to hear yeah, in 2015. Too. Me as well. What the fuck do you want us to do? What do you you want just tell us, us and we'll do it. You want, you want Mario Batali? We'll get Mario Batali. Listen, what, uh, what do you want over listen, here? You let, know? Me, let, me make, let me make a small comment on this. And by the way, Michael, thank you for sharing all that stuff that you shared us. And I think that we will, uh, we will investigate the Ending Factory. But let me comment on what Jack just said. I will even give out my personal email, and that's not that big of a deal, but you can have it. And in a real way, this guy Jack, and not just Jack, Odetta and me and Armando and the whole Heritage Radio Network, whatever you want to hear, we can work it out. So email us, gunwashgunwash at gmail, Aaron Gins at Gmail, Aaron, A-A-R-O-N-G-I-N-S at Gmail, Don't please. say my email. Uh, I don't, uh, hurry home at Gmail or something like that, hurry, yeah, di- yeah something like it's that. It's armandojuice at AOL.com. Yeah, listen, I like that one. Listen, if you really, uh, it, I almost get surprised at, at what this network is able to accomplish in a real way. Like, I, it almost has nothing to do with me. It's not me or, or the Gunwash show. It's this whole Modesty. community that's going on now. It's and the really, bark. 
And really, you Gunwash listeners out there, and not just Gunwash listeners, full-service listeners, and of course, listeners of the Heritage Radio Network, whatever you ask us, we can really put in a... a, yeah, it's a, a real good, call for we can, 2015. We yeah, want, I mean, really, know. if you want, you know, if you want this guy, maybe we can get him. It's just, if whatever you want to hear, email us, and we're there. That's right. I think. Yeah, and on a side note, uh, M. Gormley at KnittingFactory.com. If you have a band that, <laughs> yeah. you know, you, I mean, want, you want to send some emails, uh, some music, I mean, I'm always open to new ideas. We'll make you famous. Uh, yeah. we'll we'll make you famous. I want to hear the sticky Z's. Well, no, I mean, frankly, if I don't like your band, that you're, you know, I'm well, not but, the uh, show. But fair I, enough. But I am always open books. to. Yeah. And if you want, uh, uh, if you're looking for a mortgage, it's Peter Inslee at Citigroup.com. There you go. There you nice. go. And uh, <laughs> I would give the uh, my dad's, but it's a hospital email, you know. Want that shit. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> Hal Ginsburg at cockgod.com. Yeah, exactly. There you go. The cock god. And by the way, uh, be ready. And, Dude, uh, cock god uh, is amazing. It's coming out. It is, uh, it's I'm actually almost, pretty good. Uh, taken aback by how good it is. I can't believe it in my only years. I'm surprised I'm on it a little bit. I'm like, whoa. I'm uh, a year ago, I said we're going to make a thing called Cock God, and I got a lot of negative feedback. And now Jack said, okay, it's going to be Cock God is coming out. And all of a sudden, I have this whole album is out. Honestly, negative feedback is almost the greatest motivation there to just do it go. anyway. Exactly. It's like, oh, uh, you don't like it? Then I'm going to do it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, we all experience a little of that here. And what a fucking night. I feel all... What's Laser Beam doing? He's just chilling in there, Laser huh? Beam's chilling. I don't know if he wants... Hey, say what hello. Up, if he wants Yo, to say hello, what up, dude? I never, I never seen you with a gold tooth before, but I'm happy to see you with it. It looks very, very good on you. Very I love fitting. it. Thank you. And you just came back oh, from India, is. and uh, how was that for you, my friend? It was crazy. It was, it was the craziest shit I ever did. It was the craziest shit he ever did. You what know, you one do? of these days... What did you do out there? Well, we should get a full show with the guy, but he's very, very exclusive, this guy, Laser uh, We were just, like, taking trains everywhere and just seeing the countryside. Just Were you uh, running into freight trains and then, like, running and then throwing your pa- yeah. luggage and, and then like just throwing your stuff way. after? Like, running after a train. Uh, the beginning, because we couldn't communicate with anyone, so we didn't know how it worked out. So we would just, like, walk on the trains with people and sit on trains for, like, a day or two days Whoa. just standing. And then we figured out that you would go to the train stations and you could pay a little extra money and get a sleeper car. But oh, it oh. was nothing like that stupid, silly Wes Anderson film. Oh. I didn't see anything like Dar- that. Darjeeling. I didn't Was see it, the whole right? thing, but like, uh, I'm so, sure it was nothing like that. No, nah, the sleeper car is more like central bookings on a railway. Wow. Yeah, Very nice. So, okay. Yeah. Well, you're like a lot tanner. You look more, br- you know, brolic. I mean, you look like say. you've been through a real experience. By that, I mean you look different than when I last saw you. Thank you. And by that, he means son. Your tone of voice is a lot of... Yeah, you're an adult uh, in a real way. I went through puberty. Yeah, there you go. In India. Mm -hmm. But how'd you go with Mike? Yeah, I mean, really. Uh, Out of all your friends. I bought the ticket and was going to go by myself. And then Mike was like, hey, I bought a ticket too. Whoa. Same day? Uh, No, like 48 hours later. He was like, I got a ticket. Huh? Mm. Oh, for you? So, yeah, it was cool. I'm glad he went. Yeah, I'm glad, too. It's interesting. Well, we, you know, uh, Laser Beam, I, I, we, we got to have you on for a full episode because you're an incredibly interesting guy. And I have to say, a very, very special thanks to uh, Mike Gormley, who came tonight and, and not only shelled out his own personal work, but also a little bit about my past and the past we shared together. 
Thank you for listening to my gripe about my family. And, of course, Mondo, very, very good job uh, keeping the show. My family sucks. Well, we oh, can come on. talk about that. Everyone's family has values that we can weigh and measure at a different time. So next the, week's the last show of the year. Last, Yes, that's true. Next week is the last show of the year. And the hopeful... Uh, we need a I, break. We will really, We do need a break. We do take yeah. breaks once in a while. And, uh, Get a Kit Kat, yeah. punk. And uh, Cock God is coming out next week. We will celebrate that on our final show before the end of the year and watch out for all sorts of other stuff coming from the Gunwash family Ducksworth Gunwash full service and Heritage Radio and if Rectech asks you to sleep at your, you know, your house just let him do it and we will touch on that also uh, next week <laughs> thank you for tuning in to Gunwash it has been a wonderful Thursday night with all my pals Mr. Spliffington if you'd like to pull up that you certainly can late call-ins are 718-497-2128 I love you very much and my family and dad and my friends Odetta and Jack and Laserbeam and Mike and Armando and Jeremy and everyone Everyone, please. Hurry home. Hurry home. Pleasure, Jack. You guys are terrific. I have to say, also. That was a really great show. Yeah.
Hey, my name is Trice, aka Trice Cat, and you're listening to Gunwash. <laughs> <laughs> 